from the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. An 83-year-old who was previously convicted in two other killings, now arrested in connection with the grisly discovery of a woman's body. Just a torso. No head, no arms, no legs. And that was found in a garbage bag in a shopping cart on a busy street outside a violent Brooklyn store just last week. 83 and killing for the third time is Harvey Marcelin, who has spent more than 50 years in prison for the two prior convictions and deaths of other women, charged with concealing a human corpse regarding the torso that law enforcement sources said belonged to a 68-year-old woman living in an LGBTQ shelter in the Clinton Hill area at the time of her death. Joining me now, Anthony Loman, attorney in New York City. What's happening, Anthony? Hey, Pat, what do, you, what do you think of this shit? This is pretty nuts. I say not guilty. Not yeah. guilty. <laughs> when you take one look at her face and go, nope, that well, is amazing. Let's look at the charges. Concealment of a corpse. The corpse was left in a shopping center parking lot. Come on, how is that concealment? Not guilty. <laughs> think of it, yeah. Motion to dismiss, granted. <laughs> yeah, good point. Well, they always charge them with something other than, you know, because they got to spend some time to justify the, the murder charge, right? Sure. So... They have, uh, so that's what it is. A lot of times, I- improper disposal of a corpse. That would have been made a more, uh, to me, that might have made a little bit more sense. And that was, until recently, that was something that was, there wasn't a big penalty for it. It was like, I think a misdemeanor. No, I think we covered that the last time I was on your show. There was a guy out in the Midwest that was just running a uh, funeral home from his, uh, from his mom's garage or something. <laughs> wasn't there something like that? You could just yeah. do that for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, was a guy in Ohio who was just, yeah, stacking up bodies and doing whatnot. He was... Uh, they, they, handing out ashes that weren't really the <laughs> the, the people's ashes. The Brooklyn uh, DA's office identified the victim, uh, as I said, is a 68-year-old Brooklyn resident, Susan Layden, or Leiden. Uh, police said that uh, Marcelin, or Marcelin and Leiden, or Layden, knew each other, but the extent of their relationship is unclear. You know, they, they must have gotten it on, or at least maybe he wanted to, or she wanted to. Uh, it's 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 strange because uh, I I don't I don't really know if, if somebody's a transsexual are they automatically gay? Mm. I mean, like uh, it doesn't really follow, you know. I mean, it's just like well, I'm supposed to be in a woman's body. Uh, now I'm into dick, right? So I mean, what's gay about that? I think you're gay. I don't care what you do. <laughs> <laughs> you're gay. But what should it? Uh, but I just don't know why T gets to be in the LGBTQ thing because it's it doesn't seem to involve homosexuality, although. Of course it does, um, but uh, I, I mean, technically, if you're, you know, if it's just like you're just a full-blown woman, I don't know. The, the craziest part of the whole story was, too, I think I sent you the video, there was uh, this uh, transsexual person was driving around a Home Depot to get, like, bleach and stuff to well, get rid of the body, and the person had their leg underneath the wheelchair just sticking out like it was like a shopping item just a human leg just oozing blood and stuff and she's taking it around with her this was harvey yeah harvey drives it around in like one of those like scooters for like the fat people yeah why is that because she's 83 (laughs) yeah i guess so he's 83 but they had like human body parts falling off in the middle of the freaking home depot it was nuts (laughs) yeah it's like not only is she uh or he uh, a a killer uh, who can't stop killing no matter how much prison but uh is also senile or, or something you know or determined to get caught a leg <laughs> in a wheelchair i mean the irony it's a bitterness maybe you know 
Well, there's so many crazy homeless people in the city. You don't really look that carefully at their at their you know their collection of stuff. You know, they always have like uh, a broken a broken lamp, a mannequin, uh, some like stacks of New York posts. They always have such weird stuff that you, you never describe the contents of my studio. <laughs> yeah, so I was starting to look around. <laughs> Yeah, they have like a pile of blankets uh, that, you know, sometimes they're wrapped up in them and they have just it could be anything cups. Any, it's just like garbage. It's like it's stuff that they've accumulated. Maybe there's more body parts in there. If people dug a little deeper, I mean, homeless people are a problem. They seem to be violent now in a way that they weren't before. The, the old days, it was it was like kind of like, oh, homeless people. And you feel sorry for them and you feel bad and they play a sad song. Uh, on the on the ad and shit like that, and you're supposed to be like, oh man, these are down on their luck people. This could be anybody. This could be me, you know. But it's not really that way anymore. They're most all mentally ill or really fucked up on drugs, and you know, and violent. A lot of them now. It's the violence. Yeah, no, they're uh, they're not the good old they're good old kind of homeless people with the uh, the satchel and the hopping on the trains, you know. <laughs> Some kind of hobo or something. Playing a banjo for their dinner, you know. <laughs> uh, now, the Brooklyn DA's office, uh, I guess, will be handling this. And the Manhattan DA has changed. That's uh, I don't I don't know if they changed in all the boroughs or if it was just because, you know, it was just time to get a new one in Manhattan. Uh, but the Manhattan DA, how much, like, sway does he have over all of the DA? Does he have anything to do? To, I guess what I'm saying, Alvin Bragg's guidance, does it kind of like apply to the, the boroughs uh, I have no idea I don't think so I don't think so at all I mean I think they have their own little kingdoms mm-hmm. okay that makes sense uh, well you know Brooklyn's huge if it was its own city it would be the second largest city in the US by population yeah I mean I, I think they're all pretty much interchangeable at this point I think they all have I think they've all pledged no more jail time for any crimes <laughs> except for murder it's not even a joke yeah no I mean, right. even murder I don't think is really that badly punished too much anymore it's, it's well they're yeah they're not seeking life without parole they don't have they don't ask for that with for anybody although in, in this person's case if it, an 83 year old any sentence at all is basically a life sentence i guess well i think they thought that before i think the last time it was you know he was 50 years old or something so they gave him like 30 years and they're like that's probably good enough and then you know yeah that should do it <laughs> i mean whoops all right well try it one more time so now I don't know the exact history of all this, and I, I mean, I haven't seen it in any of the reporting. Maybe you have. Uh, you know, there's there's more to to this particular murder story, but to go in, into the background of Marceline a little bit, um, she was found, uh, he, I guess, at the time, Harvey Marceline, found guilty of murder in 63 for fatally shooting Jacqueline Bonds inside a Manhattan apartment. Wow, lifetime New Yorker, apparently. At the time, Marcelin was uh, only facing an attempted rape charge involving another woman, or also facing that. I didn't mean to say only. Uh, the judge gave uh, gave Marcelin life in prison after jurors were unable to agree on whether the crime justified a death penalty. Wow. So it was, this is considered pretty bad, right? They were, they were going to give death for that. Marcelin, released on lifetime parole, so would have to be on parole forever in 84. So only 21 years of that. They were trying to decide death penalty, and they're like, ah, 21 years. I don't think there's been a death penalty case since then. I think that was it. I mean, there hasn't been a New York. I don't think there's been one. Um, well, you know what? Oh, I guess it has to be like federally maybe is a different thing. 
I don't even know. If, yeah, I mean, but I do know. Well, there was a guy uh, who was facing the death penalty, and he and he knocked up the uh, guard, Michelle Gonzalez. Oh, I think yeah, her name was yeah. And he, th- this was the same guy. And uh, for some reason, I can't remember his name. I always whatever. I've said it before. We talked about it quite a bit. He claimed to be too retarded to die of the death penalty. Nice. And so, like, he, and you noticed he changed his look. He started trying to, like, put his hair up like a pinhead and look more retarded. Uh, but they weren't buying it. And he. I, Son of Sam didn't get the death penalty, though. I mean, I don't think anybody did back since. But he was sentenced. To, I mean, there's a death row. He was on death row. Yeah. And this guy, and this was just, like, in the two, early, uh, two, I don't know, 2012 or something like that. But. Uh, in any case, he—I d- don't think they killed him. I mean, like hell, he's a father, you know. I mean, like I c- <laughs> he did that to try to get out of it, I suppose. Nothing like seducing a guy. Gar- Man, women are dumb as fuck. I mean, I guess she was just—maybe she just was trying to get knocked up, and maybe she's just on his side. But I mean, if not, like if she just liked her job and stuff, but just like thought this guy was kind of kind of fucking cool, I'll fuck this guy. Man, women are dumb. Yeah, I mean, imagine if you worked somewhere where there was just pussies sticking out of the wall. I mean, that's basically what it's like. Uh, you know, the guy just sticks his dick to the bars and, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's glory holes everywhere. <laughs> like, oh, look at all this pussy. Yeah, it'd be it'd be tough for a man to pass up. I would think that a woman would be able to, but man, I guess not. Some of these ladies get lonely. And you imagine a woman in corrections, you know, probably not smoking hot. No, no. Big, burly, lunch lady body type, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She she works out with the, with the fellas and uh, she's got to be ready in all contingencies and and pr- yeah probably not super attractive uh, maybe she gets lonely so released in 1984 cuffed again for allegedly stabbing another girlfriend less than a year later leaving her body in a trash bag in the street near Central Park another really inconspicuous place to conceal a body in the street near Central Park yeah. Convicted of manslaughter, sentenced to six to twelve years in prison. I mean, what do you expect this person to do, right? Yeah, at, at this point, it goes from death penalty to six years. This time, I think he's going to get a, a reward of some sort. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if the advocates will come out, you know, for this person. Could be. I mean, if they do, there's it's trouble for people because they mean business. That is one of the the toughest advocacy, you know, kind of loose groups uh, that they're. That there is. They are vicious. They do not like people fucking with trans people at all. No. I don't know why. I don't know what makes them so fucking, you know, like if they want to be just like everybody else, you would think, hey, you know, excuse me, but obey the rules. And, and you know, that's, we, we all have to do that. Right? Sure. They should have to do what we do. Um, I guess maybe they don't feel that way. Uh, so allegedly stabbing this girl. Why is, why is it allegedly if it's if the person has been sentenced? Yeah, they're going to sue the New York Times for uh, besmirching the good name of Harvey Marcellin. Convicted. Uh, it says state officials were reluctant to grant parole when, when this uh, Marcellin became eligible in the 90s. During one state parole board hearing in 97, Marcellin admitted to having, quote, problems with women. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. They keep dying. According to court records, it's just irresistible to stab them. Why are you talking in that voice? Other words rejected. Uh, other boards rejected parole, citing Marcelin's attempt to place the blame on the victims. I had to kill her. She was such a fucking cunt. Please let me out. Released from prison late 2019 on parole. So six to 12 years. Yeah, they stretched that out somehow. But yeah, that became another thing. 
that because that was less than a year after being let out and on lifetime parole in 84. That was 85 to 19. <laughs> yeah. That was longer than the life sentence. Yeah. What the fuck? 84, 94, 04, that's 20, 30. 35 years on a 6 to 12 year sentence. I don't know how that happens at all. I guess um, special rules. <laughs> I don't know. He must have been stealing uh, ladies' panties or something to wear in jail. I don't know how you got another 20 years tacked onto the six year sentence, but somehow he did it. Or 30 years, really. Well, yeah. Without killing somebody. Uh, they stress uh, their investigation and the latest case is ongoing. Was Please the parole listen. board just forgetting to uh, release him, or I don't know how that happens. I've, I mean, I'm not a criminal lawyer, so I'm, this is beyond me, but I don't know how you get a six-year sentence in 85, and now you're out in 2019. That's uh, six to 12 years. And then, yeah, maybe they have some kind of uh, a special thing where... They're like, seriously, this one's a little freaky. Right, let's just kind of... Uh, accidentally misfiled the paperwork 30 years in a row <laughs> well maybe like uh if somebody comes to their fucking parole hearing you know i mean and they're just like uh yeah i fucking but it's release at that point after 12 years i would think you would think okay it's it's, it's the one time where that actually worked out you know kind of the way it should have the way it should have yeah because that person belongs uh definitely um i i can't imagine them i mean they I wouldn't be surprised if they let this person, like you said, some sort of a reward now or something. A stipend mean, uh, so she doesn't have to keep killing, you know? Yeah, like, you only keep doing this, I'm sure, because you're poor. Uh, I love. Here's the story with the leg. An 83-year-old woman uh, it was caught on camera lugging a severed human leg on her <laughs> motorized wheelchair in violent Brooklyn. A transgender woman, it says Harvey Marshall, and a transgender woman who goes by the name Marshall and Harvey was captured writing... In a 99 cent store, it says, with the plastic wrapped body part, according to an undated video. Is it possible that she was going to sew the legs on so she could walk again? Maybe that was the motive. <laughs> does, does this person, they, I don't know, she has legs, doesn't she? Oh, I don't know. She's she, in a wheelchair. Maybe they were kind of those gimpy legs that don't work anymore. Maybe. So. Good heavens. Yeah, the... The leg was found. I say, corpse say that it, it's the same uh, plastic. <clears throat> there was a leg found uh, down the street days later, and uh, a torso found in the shopping cart, as I mentioned. So they keep finding different parts of this woman's body. And, well, let's see. Where is this most important part of the body? The head was in the freezer at home. She was mm. going to eat that one. Yep, that's right. Uh, it's uh, <clears throat> a jury found uh, Marcelin guilty, like I said, of, of that previous crime. But uh, yeah, uh, officers executed a search warrant and they found a human head inside Marcelin's apartment, along with blades for a saw. So I guess that's, uh, you know, evidence that she had been sawing. He had been sawing. I told NBC uh, New York that tarot cards were also found laid out on a table inside the apartment. Investigators looking to whether that played a factor in the alleged murder. Tarot cards. It's interesting. All right. Yeah, like maybe like, oh, should I, shouldn't I? They does a little reading. Yes, I got to kill this bitch. I don't know. I wonder what the uh, disagreement was about. I'm sure the Post will follow up. <clears throat> These are the stories, this and the guy with the shit. These are the stories the Post loves. Sure. Because, you know, 
it just keeps on and on. Of course, the other guy was doing more and more crimes. I don't know what this happens to be the ugliest individual, by the way, that I've ever seen. Yeah. Even if you were in jail, probably pass on that one. Marshall. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, pass on. I, I wonder if I just wonder at what point this person became a woman in 50 years of doing time. You know, when did just go? I guess I'm a lady. But this person was messed up going in, you know. Yeah. I don't know. You know, the murder itself was, uh, well, okay, we'll follow up on that uh, in the future, I suppose. And uh, there's there's other shit. Like, apparently now, um, any place is a good place to uh, stab somebody. And uh, we had a double stabbing that uh, it doesn't look like it was all that harmful. I mean, judging from the cover of the post today, this happened at the Museum of Modern Art, MoMA, as they call it. And, uh, yeah, look at this. I don't know if you saw it. Well, I haven't seen anything about this one. Yeah, the front page is like there. Wow, very pretty. Look at the photos. Yeah, uh, these women, are one's waving and one's smiling as they go in uh, all cut up. So they're probably trying to uh, mitigate the whole, like, you know, I mean, I, I don't know who. Just, see, the guy who stabbed them. I think they're faking it. They're the, too pretty. Yeah. They're doing it for the Instagram. <laughs> Oh, you think they're not really they're not really okay. Yeah, these are art hoes. Sixty year old art lover who had his membership to MoMA on Friday. He returned to the museum on Saturday. He just just had his fucking membership revoked. Man, that that guy takes it serious. <laughs> wow. The, the previous day came back on Saturday, stabbed two desk attendants before fleeing the scene. It's Gary Cabana. Gary Cabana jumped on the desk with a knife, rammed it into the victim's backs and collarbones, and then ran away. They, they don't look, I tell you, they don't look that stabbed. No, they're me. smiling, waving. Uh, he uh, And he's really pissed about this membership thing, too. I mean, like, you're just, you can still come in. Yeah, I always just give a dollar, you know, the suggested donation. Ah, uh, that's at the Met. You can't mm. do that at MoMA. MoMA's not one of those. They don't have that. <laughs> you got to pay. I used to just walk in through the uh, the gift shop. There was another entrance, you know. <laughs> See, I'm the, not giving those museums money. They've got, like, Picassos and stuff. What do I got? Yeah, that's right. You got a, you got a briefcase. <laughs> what I got? <laughs> Uh, he jumped onto the de- onto the desk. Okay, so two employees, one male, one female, survived. I don't see a male. I think this must be an early report that's flawed or something, uh, because uh, this is incorrect. Uh, he has gray hair. He wears uh, thick rimmed reading. Here's the guy, right? But he looks just like Francis Ford Coppola, actually. Doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, like he looks like the director of Godfather One, Two, and uh, <clears throat> the other one, Three. Which, by the way, I have a theory. You've seen Godfather Three. Yeah, that's one with the helicopter and yes. killing all the mob. It was weird. That was the, mo- the church was behind it all or something. It made no sense. Exactly, the church is involved. It's a crazy, convoluted, yeah. weird story. Michael's trying to buy into uh, some business that owns a that the church owns a big part of or some shit, so that he's get, he's going to be rich. You know, it's costing him six hundred million dollars or some shit, and that's in like nineteen ninety money or whatever. But that movie, in my my theory, okay, I've watched it. There are so many scenes in it that's that can only be intentionally funny. There's yeah. no way that it's like, for instance, you might remember when the helicopter is shooting up everybody on sure. the floor. A guy runs over to the coat rack and he's like, my lucky coat, my lucky <laughs> coat, and then gets shot. That's I mean, that's that's funny. Ron yeah. Jeremy is an extra in it. Really? Just out of nowhere. Ron 
porn star Jeremy. I know him very well. Standing in the background of an of an important scene twice. Like he's in one background and then he moves over to be in the background of another shot. It's it's just uh it's odd. There's a cousin fucking subplot where <laughs> Michael's daughter is fucking Sonny's son, bastard son. Yeah. And whenever and people know about it, they they seem to have noticed it even though they're trying to keep it secret and all they say is that you can't do that it's too dangerous <laughs> but they all say the exact same thing it's like that repetition joke you know it's too dangerous and that's all that's said so and the acting so over the top that it's laughable uh andy garcia i guess is the name of a guy playing sonny i forget yeah he's been in all kinds of shit or whatever and you think of him as like an okay actor but he comes in you know talking to joe montagna who joe montagna delivers every line <laughs> like this all bastards are liars. Shakespeare wrote poems about it. I don't think Shakespeare wrote poems. But it, he comes in. Why are you telling his face just one time? Just one time! <laughs> it's the silliest thing. I'm telling you, it's a style parody of the first two movies. Sounds kind of like, uh, you know, they all had a drop-off, all those mob movies. You know, they were they were great in the 70s, but uh, mm. yeah. as time went on, they kind of got worse and worse. Well, yeah, yeah. Carlito's I mean, way and stuff. They kind of got bad, you know, after a while. <laughs> they ran out of good ideas. Yeah, I guess it's like it, they, it was like that in the whenever they made them before when it was all those mobs, like 60s, 50s or whatever. You I know? think Casino and, was the last good one. Casino then, was great. But they but were that all, was in the 90s. Yeah, that was about the last good one. I think Casino is better than Goodfellas. I, I enjoy it more. Totally agree. Yeah. So, uh, OK, this art lover. I don't know why he got so pissed off. It's, it's unclear what type of membership he had. The cheapest is $65 a year for unlimited access to exhibits. So, I mean, like, what, you know, what's the problem? Uh, Cabana's address is listed as the Times Square, as, as the Times Square, a charity-run building at 255 West 43rd Street for formerly homeless people or people who, or people who are mentally ill. So I don't know which category this guy falls into. It's one or the other. Uh, according to police, his membership at the museum was revoked uh, for unspecified incidents involving disorderly conduct. You know, I mean, if if this if you were going to get get it revoked anyway, if this is the kind of shit you're going to pull, you know, uh, here's the video of the attack. By the oh, way. wow. Uh, he, he, it's uh, pretty good. Uh, sorry, I can't turn this around too well. But uh, uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, yeah. there you go. So you can see. Yeah. Wow, that was a good jump. Yeah, he jumped uh, up and over. He yeah, he's he's he's, you know, he's got like a three foot vertical. He could have played basketball. See him run in, get up on the. Yeah, he uh, he means business. They probably they didn't expect to get stabbed at all, did they? He he went at him. You know, I didn't yeah. expect that much gusto. I thought it was going to be an old man. Oh, ouch! Yeah, he didn't fuck around at all. He's just poking them oh, at will. Yeah, they're sitting ducks there. No security. Look at the security guard. Look at this guy. What is what is he doing the whole time? There's a man right there. You know, I mean, like, there's nothing standing in between. If you just there he is right there. Look, he's got a wall. He's standing there with a walkie-talkie, going, "Stop stabbing them." That's yeah. pathetic. Jump over like he did. He's sixty and he jumped over. Dude, you got it. Yeah, that's that's pathetic. That yeah, is, man. 
Well, that guy went at him, though. I, I thought it was going to be an old man that was kind of weird. What, this, he, he just threw the books down on her after she gets stabbed. This is comical. Look at this fucking guy. He's got the, he picks up the fucking registration thing. Look at He hit her with it. <laughs> wow. What a dumb fuck. I mean, I you know. Man. This, this is the worst security I've ever seen. Someone mm, that's someone. Mm. Oh my god! <laughs> someone that watches that has to be thinking about plotting a heist with this kind of security at this museum. I yeah. mean, we might as well just go in there, load up a truck. What's going to happen? That yeah. guy's going to hit us with a, a notepad. You know, in my opinion, they no doubt guard those paintings a lot better than they guard their fucking employees. Right? We return to this. This is for this is for revoking his membership. So he's got to be mentally ill. I mean, there's no other. I guess you could just get that mad, but I don't think they should let a person off for that. Do you? No, I don't. I don't really believe in mental illness. I don't know. I don't. I mean, everyone's always mentally ill that does something like this. You know, it's like just well, just pretend that they're not. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, what, what about guilty by reason of insanity? You know, it, it's the, there's justice for the victim above all. Uh, if they did it, you know, then what's the problem? Go ahead. Like, they, they should be subject to something. I mean, like, take, uh, what's his name? The guy who shot the president, you know, I forget his name. But he shot Reagan. Yeah. Hinkley. You know, and he now he's out, you know, like, whatever. Because he was, he seemed, I don't know, MK Ultra or something, maybe genuinely mentally yeah. ill. I don't really know. But he, uh, yeah, eventually just he's at Walmart, you know, shopping, going to see his mother. Uh, and uh, he tried to shoot the fucking president. So I guess that may, what is the deal overall with society that they're trying to promote this idea that everybody's autistic, mentally ill or something? Yeah. They want to sell medication, I guess. But then they also there's this right where anybody can do anything and kind of go, oh, I'm, I'm retarded. It is strange. There's a lot of weird stuff going on with our society. Everyone's on mood-altering drugs, and uh, testosterone levels are down. Everyone's kind of just becoming a medicated, weird, sickly, you know, pathetic worm, it feels like. That's the goal. Everyone's going to be on 20 different meds to be, uh, you know, numbed out and weak. It's kind of odd. Well, I don't know. Testosterone testosterone levels... um you know, maybe it's just all the... Do you think that it's some kind of a fucking evolutionary development, or you think it's just, like, where toxic masculinity is, like, every, all anybody here, so they're like, man, I better, like, the body just starts cutting down on the amount of testosterone you produce, or... I think that, uh, I don't know. I have a lot of crazy theories, but it feels like <laughs> society is trying to make everyone, you know, heavily medicated, heavily uh, pacified, and uh, dependent on drugs, and just helpless, kind of. Yeah, helpless, dependent on the state. Uh, they they definitely don't like people who open their own businesses and then shit like that. I mean, COVID was the ultimate. I mean, that just killed every small business around here. Like every single one almost mm-hmm. went out of business. All the bars I used to go to, all gone. You know, it's just uh, everyone was just supposed to sit home and collect checks for their two years. So, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that it's amazing what that inertia can do. You can it's uh, you you kind of got something rolling. Okay, fine. It's tough to uh, just like hop up after after that kind of break you know and go back to where you were and you didn't have any choice you had to take the break i mean you know it's uh and i always hated the fact that the the medical people you know they were they get all this praise and everything and they're so overworked and all that shit we never got to see any hospitals except for tiktok videos i mean how the fuck th- that seemed to me like some kind of a weird mockery that was going on like look at us we've choreographed this whole thing this is the way we blow off steam because we're so understaffed and fucking you know busy yeah 
I mean, we would we would go around every day and boo because at seven o'clock, everyone in the whole city had to stop wherever they were going and start clapping, and we just start booing, boo, boo, yeah. I booed them too, but I, I was I was alone. I wish I would have known where you guys were. Yeah, fuck it. it. It's I hated that. It was so insulting. Yeah, and they they basically stopped all other treatments at every hospital. Oh, you have cancer. Oh, just wait a few years. You know, whatever. Oh, you got a you know condition that needs to be treated. Oh, well, we're closing all the hospitals for COVID. So they let everyone else die. Mm-hmm. Dentists, you know, like anybody with any kind of fucking issue there. I mean, imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I had a I had a, I had a crown break off in the middle of COVID. That was awful. <laughs> the dentist was just gone, locked up. You know, nowhere to be found. I was like, oh, cool. God, man, that's it's it's things like that inhibit your life a lot more than people realize. Yeah, yeah. you have like a tooth missing and you're just like a a metal pole sticking out of your mouth where the tooth used to be. Oh, that sucked. Yeah. With like some. Yeah, I hate I hate what they did. And uh, yeah, people that are ill, they need to. I mean, that was the surprising part. Anything elective, you know, but I mean, I guess they considered everything. Yeah, elective. I mean, unless you were shot and had like a bullet in you, it was a considered elective. Everyone with like cancer treatments and stuff just put it on hold for, you know, six months or a year. Yeah, see how it works out. That's a slow moving thing. This is an emergency. Well, now, uh, here, here's something funny from, from Adams now because uh, our Mayor Adams. Oh, well, see, hold on just one second. Uh, okay. Um, See, this is I'm finding this these stories from from February, and I'm trying to find uh, this because uh, he has that's from January. So all along, he's been telling Mayor Adams has been saying since January, you know, office workers uh, return to work and stuff like that. Uh, he said they must re- return to the office. Um, and I, I thought I saw a recent story of him saying, "Hey, uh, you can't sit around in your pajamas all the time, right?" Did you hear that quote? I, I didn't, but I've been hearing that a lot lately. Well, because they're, they're screwed because every business is going to go out of business if no one comes back. I mean, every Manhattan deli and stuff is gone now. It's going to be gone. So, Totally. Yeah, he, yeah. okay. So this is, this is from uh, last month, okay? So he, well, he once again criticized remote work. He said, you can't stay home in your pajamas all day. Indefinite work from home policies aren't economically sustainable for the Big Apple, he argued. So it's, yeah. Well, I mean, it's all in Midtown. There's all those office buildings. If no one ever decides that they don't want to come back, then, you know, if, you know, like Citibank and JP Morgan decide that they don't need to spend billions of dollars on giant glass buildings, then that's the end of Manhattan. It's over. Yeah. And that's, and it really did kind of like pull the, pull the, uh, pull the curtain back on that, right? Like to show, like you, this is unnecessary. All this is just you know, we can do this from home now. You know, we couldn't when the building was built or when we moved in, but now look at this. This is sustainable. Otherwise, I mean, like uh, once they got rid of sexual, I mean, once sexual harassment became like against the rules and you couldn't drink at work, then you know, really, why, why does any man want to come to work anymore? It's uh, <laughs> if you couldn't, if you could just skip it, then you know, what's the point? Can't have fun. So yeah, why not do it from home? Well, I mean, it's. Well, the real reason is because, you know, working from home, you end up being uh, a weirdo and, 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 and there's no society anymore. and People don't talk. Yeah, no, that. it's yeah, it's the worst. Uh, this is in order for our economic uh, financial ecosystem, I should say. See, they must have told him that. Say ecosystem. It sounds, you know, green uh, to function. We have to have human interaction, he said. 
Now, this this all makes sense, but I mean, like, he has his reasons for saying it, and uh, they aren't to make society any better, I'm sure. I mean, the stuff that he says, like when a woman was hammer attacked. We have another hammer attack, by the way, to talk oh, about. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, but a woman was hammer attacked on the, on the fucking stairs going down to the train. And uh, he goes, you know, when a woman gets hit with a hammer, a, a woman should not be hit in the head with a hammer or something like that, you know, like as if that was like taking a stance on crime. And basically he just said, hey, you know, people who say that it's OK for this guy to hit somebody in the head with a hammer, you know, if he had a tough upbringing or something, I say it's still not OK to hit a woman in the head with a hammer, you know, just like that. It's like, yeah, of course. That's a good first step, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Some crime is occasionally okay, not okay. <laughs> Some crime is occasionally not okay. Yeah, that's uh, but that's uh, is exactly how it is. It's exactly what he says. You go, well, that's really fucked up. Uh, all right, so let's go to this other hammer attack. Why not? It's a hate crime suspect. Now uh, he threatened to kill the cops when he was arrested. This guy, this is brand new. The accused rapist, or excuse me, racist, even worse. What's worth a, worse, a racist or a rapist? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Is this a black guy, though? They're calling him a racist? I've never heard of this in my entire life. This is shocking. He is black. His name's Christian Jeffers. That, that must be a, a typo. I've mm -hmm. never seen a, a, that term used against an African-American in our society. This is... Uh... Yeah, you may be right. It's, just, it's a turning point in the right direction. If, if Everybody's capable of racism. Um, you know, they, they try to make it like, oh, no, institutional racism. You have to have power in order to do it. No, it's not always about that. Power is like a, a hammer, really. Yeah. You know? um, charged with whacking an Asian man with a hammer. This racist, it says. The accused racist charged with whacking an Asian man with a hammer. Whacking, too. That's like a funny word. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a hijinks kind of thing. It's three stooges. Yeah. Conking. Why not just say <laughs> conked him on the head? I mean, like, I, bludgeoning is the word they would use for maybe somebody else. Uh, well, anyway, earlier this week, he did this. He, he threatened to kill as many cops as possible when she was busted. What? Wow. This is a one. Wait a second. I don't understand. Christian Jeffers. Is Christian, Christian Jeffers, 48, who identifies as a woman. Smart. That's what that's, what that's about. Wow. These transsexuals are violent. That's the conclusion I'm going to draw. You might be on to something. Arraigned early uh, Friday and ordered held on $300,000 bail. Wow, that's a lot of bail. What the fuck is that about? When did Since when does this happen? I know the poop guy didn't get any bail at all. Yeah. like, And I, I don't know. It's close. Hammer in the head or poop to the I face. I take the hammer any day. Any day, <laughs> give me the hammer. <laughs> you got a hard head, though. Uh, you've been in a lot of fights and shit. Uh, so, uh, But in none of those fights did anybody shove doo-doo. Not that I'm aware of, yeah. no. Uh, I mean, there's trace amounts of fecal matter everywhere, uh, it, but not this particular guy's, maybe. 29-year-old Asian victim at the 14th Street 123 station. You know, when I first read about this, I was I happened to be in that very fucking station. Damn. I was like, holy shit. Uh, Jeffers was nabbed around 2 p.m. Wednesday at the 125th 456 station, and she, it says, threatened an officer... By the time I get out of prison, first thing I'm going to do is get a gun and try to kill as many of you as possible. I suppose that might have something to do with the bail. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I think we'll be back here in five years and reporting on. I could see that happening. Yeah. Uh, she also hurled racial slurs at the cop. The complaint said without elaborating. Wonder what they were. 
this identifies as a woman and and you know what this looks like a man a man's head on a woman's body sort of maybe it's just the clothing but i see a little bit of a tit there there is a little bit of a bosom yeah and these pants are definitely lady pants yeah it's some kind of like uh hillary clinton pants or something lady jacket too cut way up way up high like like it's a child's jacket yeah, it's kind of like a high school cheerleader outfit, sort of. I don't know what that is. It's yeah, a, it's all over the place. The jacket's like a Letterman jacket. Yeah, with the like like this like this individual lettered in, I guess hammer. I see a titty on the left, but not on the right. So maybe only halfway done the surgery. Right, actually, the but mirrored that would be the right tit. Oh yeah, and of course. The, yeah, maybe maybe just to, could afford one tit, and and uh, that's got to be tough. That's got to be tough. I wonder what the racial slurs were that she heard of the cop. I see that. Uh, I don't even know any of the racial slurs nowadays for for Asians. I don't know what they even go with. Good question. Good, good, good. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, well, you know, Kung Flu was, uh, <laughs> if you can't call him that. That doesn't make any sense. It probably had something to do with uh, COVID or I don't know slant-eyed maybe or mm. something just as an adjective uh <clears throat> anyway this person's charged with second degree aggravated harassment second degree assault second degree attempted assault which we know that can be a very you know sensible uh, thing attempted assault that's what they uh charge people with <clears throat> when they don't have a, a complainant doesn't sound too harsh first degree attempted assault is a hate crime uh and uh criminal possession of a weapon and menacing that's a lot of charges <laughs> and uh if if this person hadn't said all this about the fucking uh, what do you call it, uh, you know, uh, cops, I'm gonna kill a bunch of cops when I get out. I think that they, I think that this this person would would probably be a lot better off. If she blurted that out before the Miranda rights were given, then she might be all right. Huh. You know. Well, is that a fact? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a criminal like, lawyer. I'm, I only do the. I mean, you know, people falling off the roof. <laughs> People falling off the roof. That's my number one case. That's people falling off roofs. That that happens that often, huh? Yeah, at a place we're very well aware of, you know. So, you know, I've told you plenty of stories. Falling off the roof. Yeah, of a place we we know very well. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, and and uh, it could it it's, it can be a nuisance, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, I have a lot of uh, scaffold accidents. People fall off the scaffold. They fall off the building. You know, a lot of falling. People don't tie the ropes out, you know, they tie it kind of loosey-goosey and fall off the side of something or other. And Seems like that would just be on the insurance company to pay. Uh, yeah, that's what it is, unfortunately. And they don't and they don't want to pay. You know, you want to pay, you know, $1 million instead of $2 million, so mm. yeah, it adds up after a while. I, yeah. <laughs> there's no way out of it. You're screwed every time, so. Well, really, there's no way out of it? You're well, paying? you try to get someone else to pay, but, you know. It's going to cost you $2 million. I mean, at the end of the day, it's playing hot potato like i don't want to pay uh building should pay uh the scaffold company should pay uh the the landlord should pay you know everyone is trying to play hot potato and make the case fall in someone else's lap so yeah like well this is the building's fault because uh some something crumbled or some shit like that or it's unsafe and i don't know i, I don't i didn't see the hammer this is a he launched uh, the hammer attack after bumping into the victim on the train platform i didn't see the hammer i just saw and it says in brackets her so I guess uh, probably said him, and then they switched it to her. That's funny. They don't even direct quote a person who's calling the person him. <laughs> no. They corrected it. They put it in brackets. Her reaching into a bag, p- 
pulled something out. It happened to uh, like too quick for me to react. The victim who was left with blood dripping down his face. Uh, that's what he told the post. Uh, Jeffers was also arraigned in connection to another attack from February 11th inside of Dwayne Reed on Broadway near West 111th when the worker confronted her. <clears throat> I'm going to put it in brackets. Him for allegedly tossing multiple packages of ice cream in, in uh, his bag. Jeffers threw the worker against store shelves, knocked them to the ground, pummeled them in the face. Women don't do shit like this. That's no. why I, don't, I have a problem saying her, because, I mean, like, this is, you say that testosterone is, uh, you know, getting low, but, I mean, this, this person's filled with it. You know, that's a rage. That's a male rage. That's, a, that's the shit men do. What? What do you mean I'm stealing ice cream? Pow. And then took the ice cream without paying. This person likes ice cream. I guess it's a secondary market thing. They yeah. They can sell it. And it's, and it's expensive going in. You okay on time? Or is everything all right? Oh, I know. I got a crazy friend who got beat up by his roommate. And he's like, I need somewhere to stay. Uh. Oh, shit. <laughs> or something. He's some kind of domestic assault thing. You need to, you need to handle it or anything? Or oh, I don't know. Domestic assault. Up. Oh, my God. You, you know that guy... Uh, I don't know if you want to get into it. <laughs> Never mind. Let's I don't not care. Get into it's, it. it's all up to all up to you. I let's not let's okay. not get into it. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> you know the person. Okay. Oh, well, I can't wait. He's annoying though. So. Yeah. Well, when the worker confronted her, like I said, for allegedly tossing all that ice cream in her bag, his bag, I I think that really like if I, also women don't hit people with hammers for bumping into them. No. I've never heard of that. There was one woman who pushed somebody in front of the tracks. A dude years ago and it was the one where the post came out with the photo yeah that with the famous photo that they got so much shit for like how come the photographer's not being a hero like do you remember the makia bryant woman that like that teenage black girl that was like 300 pounds and she was stabbing the other black girl to death and the cops shot her Uh, i remember they were uh protesting that a lot by me i see poters posters everywhere for her Mm. And they just they just cleared the cop, you know, I think it was like three days ago, like last Thursday or Friday. Amazing. That shouldn't that's that's I, I cleared the cop the moment I saw the video. Well, everyone did. But it was in the middle of like George Floyd month or whatever. So <laughs> they investigated that cop for like a year or two years, I think, at this point. The summer of Floyd. Uh, our uh, our Lord, Lord and uh, and savior. George Floyd, uh, his next court appearance for both cases set for Tuesday. Uh, now, uh, for the second and third degree robbery, as well as petit larceny in connection to that incident, ordered held on $40,000 bail. So, this is a lot of bail. She's racking it up. I mean, that's for right now in this in this climate. Does that signal that maybe they're like, okay, people are really getting sick of this shit? Or... Or is is this, is this bail getting paid by like these organizations that always just pay the bail for these people? Like, oh, trans black women's matter, pay the bail, and then they just get out. Is that so what it is? Caroline Kennedy bullshit, you know. Uh, I don't think that this person was uh, released on the forty thousand dollars bail to do the hammer attack. I think that um, she was uh, in connection with the with this incident. I, now I think that what it was is. Uh, it just says she was arraigned, he was arraigned, whatever. Um, and I think that once they had the hammer attack, they they connected this person to it. I think that's what happened. I don't think that it was a. 
You know what I mean? I don't think that, I don't think they were out. And I think basically now it's three hundred ninety thousand dollars or whatever, three hundred and forty thousand dollars. How much bail did I say? Three hundred? Yeah, so three forty. You know what I mean? It's just all together. Mm-hmm. So how does bail and bond work? Do you know? You don't know. You're not a criminal lawyer, but I don't know. Well, usually you have to put up ten percent, and that that money's just gone. You know, if you have a hundred thousand dollar bail, you got to pay ten grand, and then they put up the rest, and then they keep the ten grand as their profits. And that's the bail bondsman. Yeah, and then if you skip town and you know they have to expend some of that ten thousand dollars to go chase you to new jersey and you know conk you on the head and drag you back and or they have to pay the whole hundred thousand or that money's gone yeah Yeah. so they have to uh they have to hunt you down and and yeah say yeah here he is so that's how it's i hate to see bail disappear because i think it's so interesting bounty hunters you know yeah i know i mean how, how do they do it there's no one gets bail anymore so yeah i mean you know michelle uh eskenazi the bail bond queen uh, what, what the fuck does she do now? Where is she? I mean, does she go to Florida or something? I don't know. I mean, there'll probably just be like one company left for the, like the three people that get bail every year. And that's it. Right. Yeah. People fighting over these crumbs. Then this guy would be one of them. Uh, one of those crumbs. Yeah, uh, but their family would have to come up with like 30 grand to get bailed them out. So it doesn't seem that likely. You have to like mortgage your house or something. But there's no way this person. How about this? A homeless guy getting shot. I. Chilling video shows shooter open fire on sleeping homeless man. Uh, and uh, oh, there it is. I mean, you know, if you want to see it. <laughs> All right. The video, the chilling video. Let's see if it chills you. Damn, uh, New York Post is getting wild. It's just like faces of death stuff. Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, it's, uh, he's, he walks by, slowly walks back up. This person has built a bed for themselves out of like, looks like a box and a headboard out of some wood. Some two by fours, planks and shit. So it looks like a ninja's after him or something. Yeah. Hey, he's kicking him, trying to rouse him. Roused him up. Get up. Laying under his yellow blanket. <laughs> it, it is annoying when they take up the whole bench, you know, and you just want to sit. And <laughs> That's, yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> want to sit on that bench. Yeah, it is. They, or in some way. There he goes. Pop, pop, looks like. Shot him twice. And on with his day. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm going to post links to all this stuff on the Locals page so you can go to nyccrimereport.locals.com, nyccrimereport.locals.com. You can, if you follow, you know, I, that's much appreciated. Please just follow for free. Uh, $5 a month gets you a ton of additional content that is both crime-related, like in Notorious NYC, myself, and retired sergeant of the NYPD, or uh, officer, I, I don't know exactly what rank he is, but he's retired. Uh, Michael O'Sullivan, it's all, you know, uh, we talk about, you know, some of the more notorious crimes in New York City history, and also uh, Monday Morning Quarterback with Ray Schneiders, where we look at uh, police use of force videos, and he tells us what whether they did it right or not. Now uh, that's at nyccrimereport.locals.com. Links to all this stuff. Police are hunting for the suspected serial shooter who has opened fire on two homeless people in uh, Soho in one day. One of uh, the chillingly cold-blooded shootings was caught on camera that's what we just watched city leaders urged the community to come together help find the detached killer the detached killer i don't think they're finding that guy I had a total total face covering on shot a random homeless person how do you get caught you know keep doing it i guess it'd be one way they don't ever seem to be able to stop uh maybe there's uh, somebody with some prior arrest for similar shit the detectives in new york city are the best in the world According to them, so I think. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, usually, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'd, uh, you know, that would be a good question for uh, for Pete. Uh, you know, who we uh, have not seen in a while. 
one of the uh, one of them was caught on camera. Homelessness turning uh, into a homicide. We need to find this person, and we need New Yorkers to help us. That's what Mayor Adams said. Homelessness turning into a homicide. Okay. This guy tries to say something special all the time, and it's annoying. Adams? Yeah. Yeah. He's sort of like, a, he, so he was talking about having a lot of swagger in one of his speeches and stuff. I mean, I don't know if you've kind of gotten tuned into this guy yet. Just now and then you hear, oh, these crackers, I kick their asses in police academy or whatever. That was like <laughs> two years ago. It was not even. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's a, a character. He's a character, and it's, you know, people were bagging on de Blasio really fast. Adams, it seems like, you know, he's he's getting a little bit of lead time on it. I mean, like, I, I, fucking what's his name? It was Groundhog's Day. He dropped the fucking groundhog. It died. <laughs> yeah. So de Blasio was kind of off to a bad start. And then he ate pizza with a fork. That was what everybody wanted to talk about. It's like, yeah, he's also going to end stop and frisk in a way that is, uh, I mean, it was it was already ending. It was already like, you yeah, know, it wasn't really happening anymore. It was a reasonable amount by then. There was never any racial, racial component to it. It was neighborhoods. You go to neighborhoods, that's where the people are. That's who lives there. That's where the crime is, and that's who lives there. That's it's 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 just what you call uh, maps of the future, Compstat. He wanted to be president too, but he got zero votes. I think the first candidate ever in history didn't get a single vote. The first? Oh, really? <laughs> no, I don't know. He got zero point zero percent of the vote. He the, was uh, miserable. Every every primary. Yeah, he shows up in Iowa with, with jeans on. You know, that's gonna be that's gonna win him over. You know, from the big and tall store. And, uh, and and tries to convince everybody he's like some kind of a regular dude. The guy is just a total piece of shit. No votes. But you know what? If he ran for, for governor, if, I, who knows? If the machine got behind him, I mean, it's a one-party state. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Uh, homelessness like, turned into a homicide, and it began at 5 a.m. The sinister spree, a sleeping 38-year-old man shot in front of 54 King Street by the unknown assailant. And, and I've noticed that a lot of crime uh, is done by unknown people. The victim woke up screaming, what are you doing? And the victim was uh, expected to survive his injuries. Now. Wow. That yeah. one we just saw or the other one? Well, I'm not sure which one was caught on tape, but it doesn't say. About an hour later, the shooter, we might be able to tell, casually approached a man braving frigid temperatures and a winter storm in a green sleeping bag. Yeah, so it must have been that one. Or it's that, I don't know if you can call that green or not. Doesn't matter. Green sleeping bag in front of 148 Lafayette Street. That's down here, right? Yep. That's it's a little further down, according to uh, the surveillance video. Yeah. So this is uh, that's the one that we just saw. Wow. Uh, the suspect kicked the sleeping man, looked around to see if anyone was watching, then pulled out a gun, shot him point blank range in the head. Uh, you know, I mean, I want him to be caught. Murder's bad, but I I want him to get a few more under his belt i know you know it's could, terrible it's terrible but this could be the real rain that we've all been waiting <laughs> for mm. yeah you know i was kind of hoping covid might you know get rid of some of these people but you know it seemed to only make them stronger it was a real letdown yeah thanks covid <laughs> <laughs> uh, the victim died a hooded killer wearing all black with blue gloves fled the scene and uh, his bullet riddled body found in his uh sleeping bag his final resting place 12 hours later. 12 hours later. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to tell. They lay motionless for long periods. Yeah. I, there's one guy, he's been he's been propped up against this building that used to be a fucking furniture store. 
I don't know if it still is. And, and it's just, that's it. You know, he's just there. He's been there for days. <laughs> yeah. In blankets. He stares out. Ugh. It's wow. quite possible that one of our citizens don't like Okay, so uh, I believe that's what makes this case so horrific. Watching the video, watching the individual intentionally walk up to innocent people who are dealing with the challenges of homelessness between pushing people onto the train tracks. And it's quite possible that one of our citizens is still alive merely because he woke up. And I'm here today to send a very clear message that all New Yorkers matter. Yes, thank you, Mayor Adams. That's a very clear message. Police were said to be canvassing the fashionable Manhattan neighborhood to see if other people without homes were targeted by the deranged killer. Do you think... Uh, do you think that maybe this is somebody who is like a business owner down in Soho or something <laughs> and you know, you're really fucking up our shit down here, homeless people? There's a real Patrick Bateman out there, finally. That's so funny you say that because it says it's American Psycho, another source said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it kind of is. This is Soho. This is in Harlem. Referencing the 1991 Brad Easton Ellis novel turned movie that featured a deranged Wall Street banker who frequented Soho clubs, killed homeless people and prostitutes faux fun. <laughs> and one investigator said this, too. Uh, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't be surprised if there are more and we don't know yet. <laughs> Just bodies, you know, like we got to do some some wellness checks on these homeless people. They're not they could be dead. You wouldn't know. It's it's there. You know what? And when you get right down to it, there's not that much difference in a homeless person and a dead person. Not much. No, I, I've actually had my uh, more when I was drinking more heavily. I would uh, I passed out on the bench a few times and the cop would give you a kick and then you wake up. You're like, oh, sorry. You know, you know, I'm uh, I'm getting up. I'm going home. Yeah. But there'd be times when it'd be like four in the morning and like the last train wouldn't be running or something. And you just sleep on the bench and then the cop kicks you in the morning at like six o'clock and you get up and you you get a cab. And, you know, it's not a big deal. Yeah, it's like Andy Cap type shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like Clancy the cop comes up and come on now, and you go home. Yeah, well, these guys don't have a home to go to, so they just uh, get shot in this case. Well, there's more stories uh, to come on the next New York City crime report, including uh, you know more on Harvey Marshall, I'm sure, and uh, also a 76 year old woman who was attacked walking through the Bronx. That's going to be very interesting. These old people make sitting duck type, you know, I think they should be, uh, I think it should be a hate crime when the old people get attacked, you know, but it's, it's a crime of convenience. I get it. But I mean, couldn't you say the same thing about most of these Asian things? You know, I mean, they're, they're meek. They're yeah. you know, easily, uh, you know, thrown uh, into the fucking, holy shit right here is that that's where I buy cigarettes oh, wow. every fucking day. Yeah. Wow. Right there. Attacked right there at that fucking, whew. I think that's where I just bought a Red Bull. Yeah, at convenience store. <laughs> yeah. And it is convenient, located right there at 14th and 7th. If you'd like, uh, let's just say the best prices on cigarettes that you can find in Manhattan, go to convenience store. I'm not being paid to say this. This is a, another public service. So uh, watch all the things I do over at uh, Locals or, you know, other places uh, like uh, Compound, you know, where they have the content there. It's like you can't get it anywhere else. So uh, exclusively on Compound Media, two nights a week with TBD, my show on Wednesday, and Crime Report on Thursday. Uh, Too Woke to Fuck will be back eventually, I'm sure. It's, I guess on hiatus officially at this point. It's been since January. So, you know, try to you try to get Seth Barons to record a fucking show with you if he doesn't particularly feel like it. Not easy. Not easy. Uh, also, please, if you're interested in live comedy, I've got dates for you. On the 24th, Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Pottstown, Pennsylvania. 
and uh, compoundcomedians.com, I believe, is, is the site where you can find more information on that. But Pottstown, Pennsylvania, Comedians of Compound. And on the 26th, Dogfuckers. Uh, that's the show that I do with Anthony Zenhauser. It's all about people. It's just like this show, except all the stories are about fucking dogs. That's it. And there's enough of them <laughs> to have a show. It sustains. Uh, and uh, they, they, they're more all the time, and there's plenty to talk about. So, yeah, Dogfuckers. And Dogfuckers Live is going on at TIFFs in Morris Plains, New Jersey. Dogfuckers. Yeah, we're doing stand-up. Myself and Anthony, who is a, a legend in the making, uh, stand-up comic. And you know me, you know how I make my living, so we'll be there doing that. And then we're going to do a live podcast from uh, right there. We're going to record it and, um, I don't know, erase it, I suppose. But it'll be out sometime. Uh, and also, one final date to mention, April 2nd, the bowling. There's a bowling tournament I'm going to perform at. It's a, wow. bowl, it's a bowling tournament slash wedding. Oh, wow. In Dallas. So, hey, hey, that's pretty cool. Going to do a show. Headlining it, and uh, <laughs> I uh, suppose I'll be doing a lot of marriage material and, and, <laughs> and whatnot. That's uh, Ethan Ralph's wedding. Well, nobody's a bigger expert on marriage than you, Pep. You know, you're right about that. I mean, I've got three of them and three divorces. I'm still undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Anthony, for being on the show. All right, thank you. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.